This recording begins with a reading of the Gospel of the Day. That will be followed by the homily from Father Paul O'Brien. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have, have, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden, and your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> Most or all of us correctly dislike people who are fakes. A fake is a person who presents himself or herself to the world in a certain way, but in fact, inside is not that person he or she is presenting. There are fakes, as the gospel indicated, in every time and place. Our society seems to have a superabundance of fakes these days. We have fake politicians, we have fake public figures, we have fake identities and all this social media stuff. Fake, fake, fake. Dishonesty is rampant in this country. In the church, when we sometimes find, particularly among leaders, that people have been fakes, we are all justifiably scandalized, particularly with leaders, when people identify themselves in public as disciples of Jesus, even as representatives of Jesus. And then we find out, in fact, they're living lives that really contradict the teachings of Jesus. We are correctly scandalized by their hypocrisy, by their dishonesty, by their spiritual corruption. Nobody likes a fake. Nobody sane likes a fake. Just over six weeks from now, hundreds of millions of people around this world are going to stand up in public, either at the Easter Vigil or on Easter Sunday, including most or all of us, and we are publicly going to profess that we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that we believe he has risen from the dead, and that we are his followers, we're his disciples. Hundreds of millions of people are going to say this in public. What's really going on inside of us when we make that public profession of faith is something that God knows, whether it's real or whether it's fake or whether it's kind of a mix, and hopefully that we also know. By the way, if you think people don't know you're a fake, let me tell you from personal experience, you're really wrong. We're not very good at fooling other people, at least not for the long run. Lent is pure and simply the six plus weeks 
of spiritual preparation for the holiest days of the year, the Easter Triduum, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter. It's a time to prepare to be open to, the, hopefully, the renewal of salvation within us through the grace of those days. And it's also explicitly the preparation to be a maximally authentic disciple of Jesus when we profess our faith at Easter. Authentic means true to the original. Authentic means not false. I want to be at Easter, and in preparation for Easter, a maximally authentic disciple of Jesus. So the agenda for Lent, if you choose to enter into it, is very straightforward. We're about to hear it when we're blessed with these ashes. Repent and believe in the gospel. If you want to do this for six plus weeks, which is a long time if you actually choose to enter into it, I intend to be much more intent on turning away from my sin, being much more honest about it by God's standards, not by just mine or other people's, and one day at a time to turn away from my sin. I intend one day at a time for six weeks to try to be more focused on the gospel and more active in actually putting it into practice. The experience is, if we live Lent that way, we can really be transformed by the grace of this season. And we can find ourselves very, very different people, much less fake, much more authentic followers of Jesus six plus weeks from now. I've said this to you before, as your pastor, there's nothing that's more cited to me by people in this community as transformative positively in their spiritual lives than having lived Lent. We're so blessed in this community. So many people are authentic disciples of Jesus. I believe that the vast majority of us who come here to worship and to work really are trying to follow Jesus. Lent for me personally, and I know for many of you, is a uniquely transformative season if we open ourselves to the Lord and allow him to change us. So what I invite you to do, which I try to do every Ash Wednesday, is with some extra time today before you go to bed, just speak to God directly. What are your intentions for living Lent? Do you intend to actually live this actively for six plus weeks, one day at a time? And I encourage you to make some notes, even if just in your phone, because these can be very good reference points as this season goes on. What are your intentions for Lent? Talk to God directly about that. Very secondarily, what are the disciplines you may embrace in order to stay focused spiritually? <clears throat> there are three traditional disciplines, prayer, almsgiving, and fasting. Prayer is by far the priority. Giving additional time, hopefully based on the scripture, to hearing the gospel and reflecting on it, that's the key reality for living Lent. The almsgiving and the fasting are important, but they're very, very secondary. There is a spiritual reflection guide every day during Lent that's available to you in the bulletin or online via the parish website or the Coronum website. You can get the whole thing. There are plenty of good Lent guides available for free online. That's a good internet reality. Today, just review with God what are your concrete disciplines that you believe will actually foster your living this Lent. Talk to God about your intentions, and I encourage you to ask him for the grace to allow those intentions to come to fruition. If you paid attention to that gospel reading, 
Jesus is talking to hypocrites 2,000 years ago. And the hypocrisy is very specific. It's people who are doing very good religious activities in order for other people to pay attention to them. Jesus in no way puts down these activities. They're very, very important. The hypocrisy of these people is instead of these disciplines leading them to God and leading them to love other people more actively, they're looking for other people's attention. I don't think that's a big issue these days. If so, talk to your psychiatrist. The reason I bring it up is you could hear this and say, well, why are we about to be marked with ashes if you're supposed to wash your face if, if you're going into some penitential reality? This is not about looking for other people's attention to think I'm something other than a fake. This is having put on my forehead and going out into public a statement that I am a sinner and I intend to spend the next six plus weeks being realistic about my sin and trying to be a holier person. If that's what your intention is today, blessed are you, repent, and believe in the gospel. You have been listening to Father Paul O'Brien, pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Lawrence, Massachusetts. For more information about the parish and to get involved, please go to stpatrickparish.com or follow us on social media. Thank you for listening.